Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, welcome to Healing from Harmony Hall. This is Frances Nicklin. I do my energy work and healing in Harmony Hall Bioarchitecture Retreat in Ireland most of the time, but at the moment I'm in Oxford, and today I get to speak to my old friend Sean DeFeo about his new album. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How are you? All right. Really good. So, where, where are you at the moment then? Well, I'm just sitting up in my room at my parents' house. Oh, right. And uh, it's funny that you have to be quiet because I have to be quiet. Otherwise, um, you sound really quiet and I sound really, really loud because I'm in front of the microphone. But apart from that, it's an absolute success. Is this like the 20th interview this week? Um, well, you know... I'm going to have to start, you know, cutting down on them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But when you're in demand, it's a good thing, I suppose. It is, yeah. I, I wouldn't say the album has gone... Um, it hasn't shut down the internet or anything. Oh, hasn't it? No. I, in a good way. Well, I think I, what, what I'm actually doing with it is quite interesting. What I am doing is I'm... I was just looking at the stats today. So yesterday I started to get played on the radio. Oh, around the world so what you do is you sign up for this thing where you pay $30 for a thousand plays they guarantee you a thousand plays and then they give you stats and everything and the kind of radio stations it is and all that type of stuff isn't that fantastic yeah it's it's actually a really good thing because what 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 they do when you sign up and when you upload your songs they um I've only uploaded two songs because they 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 can't um they, they can't play long songs. No. Oh, no. <laughs> i tell you who I thought of. I wondered if we could both hit the big time via LBC. Are they still going? They're still going strong, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they must have room for loads of songs, however long. <laughs> it is. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah. And so yeah. Where, will those, where will those be? I mean, are they... But you, you, can, you can tell them what artists you sound like yes and so they target that audience and so what artists would you say you do sound like well, I would I, you know it would be the obvious like Brian Eno um, The Boards of Canada brilliant a bit of Nine Inch Nails in there as well I think <laughs> um, <laughs> Skinny Puppy is another one uh, Square Pusher you know there's, there's loads, I'm just saying named quite a few of them uh, Aphex Twin you know because yeah. then that's type of that's the type of genre that they, these radio stations that they will be targeted to and then the people listening absolutely love that sort of stuff yeah because yeah. I, I mean I listen to a lot, a lot of internet radio now and it's, it's great you can just flick you know between this one or that one and um, you know like Ibiza for example you know um, you can go to Ibiza you can be there on a Saturday night you know or then you can go fantastic you know, yeah, it's great. Internet radio is great, actually. So you can't flick off my show because it's extremely deep and uh, you might miss the very current essence of the whole thing if I'm flicked off it. <laughs> but, so, did you, uh, so did you play communication the other day then? I did. I think we really hit the big time. Oh, my God. Um, it was funny because uh, I put it at the end of the last show uh, by way of introduction to this show and also because... Uh, 
well, I'd been talking to the girls and playing it to the girls that were staying with me. They're the organic volunteers, organic oh. farm volunteers. Okay. And they absolutely loved it. And we were all having a breakthrough, a creative breakthrough that evening. Oh, wow. And uh, one of them was like, oh, I can so see myself just getting my novel written to this music. You know, it's going to break through. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, whatever creative that's, block there might be. That's really positive. I like that. I really like that. Yeah, it, it was brilliant. It was funny because the the other friend, she really liked it, but she was like, "Gosh, it's funny because it's really kind of evocative. It might spook me out." Yeah, that's what I, that's what a few people have been saying. But you know what? That's just the way it is, really. And do you think that. it's something coming out of the deepest of your psyche, or is it are you expressing something that's a a darkness in the world or an uncertainty? I, mean, I was always pretty. Inspired, I suppose, by you know, like music in like horror films and stuff like that. As a teenager, I always loved that. You know, God, yeah. like that Halloween theme, like John Carpenter, for example. Brilliant. That was just such a classic track. You know, just the way the timing and everything, and just the sounds. It was dark, so I suppose that's where a lot of those tracks on the album sort of were inspired by, really that type of music. Your music is very evocative in the same way different tastes are very evocative. You don't actually have to watch the horror film to get the experience, is what yeah. I would say. <laughs> I'm hoping that when you listen to it, you can just feel it almost. You know, that's the whole... In a lot of the songs, that's what I did try to do. You yeah. know, bring that visual thing to the music. Yeah. You know, so people could almost envision it themselves. And you've always been interested in sort of abstract stuff haven't you right from the start but were you not really influenced by all the bands that you work with in the studios I, I suppose I was a bit but I always yeah no I was always interested in the sort of the more instrumental the ambient yeah as you say the darker side of the pop music yes and really so no I wasn't really I wouldn't say I was inspired by a lot of the bands that I was working with no you know and but they just came to you. So where did where where did you first hear of say Aphex Twin and and Brian Eno? Where well, did... I did. Well, the first time I heard Brian Eno was in Dublin. You know, because he was he was working with the U2 crowd at that point, like in the early 80s. Oh yes. And and he had that he had an exhibition in one of the art galleries that went on for 64 weeks. It was one tune that went on for 64 weeks. Oh my God! Right up your street. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I know, I was, I, that was fascinating, that was just, um, you know, just the whole, the way he can bring, like, a piece of music, you know, to, you know, just to envision something. Like, for example, he'd done an exhibition with um, Laurie Anderson. No. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was years ago. It was, like, in the 90s. And it was, it was um, they hired out they hired out this place in Wembley brilliant um, where the old Wembley Stadium it, it was just like this huge warehouse and there was and they got lots of lots of students involved so there was loads of stuff going on there but there was this one particular piece that you go into the street it was just like a mountain of foam which was sprayed gold and then there was this light just shining with but then all around that room this piece of music and it was just Yes. You know, so stuff like that, I've been influenced by a 
It's brilliant because I totally could could meet you on the Laurie Anderson front. I mean, we've been, I don't know how many times we've been together. I think at least two. Uh, but uh, she's like a walking installation, isn't she? Because she has her. Yeah. The one time was the was the um, kind of boiler suit, sort of stylish boiler suit that was a drum kit. It was yeah. a drum kit embedded. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel ready for that sort of performance? Uh, there won't be any performance. Oh. Uh, I'm not really, I don't really want to perform there. I, I, I can't see how it could be creative to be honest. And it's something that would happen once. Yes. That's the way I feel about it, really. So I don't think I'll be going out doing a... At all. You never know. You never know, but I doubt. That is brilliant. And um, so going like way back, you were in a band. Weren't, weren't you the drummer yourself? I was a drummer many, many years ago. And did that help with your rhythm? Did someone say to you, you've got to get your rhythm going? I've always had, I mean, a lot of the stuff on this album is that uh, some of it's sequenced, well, quite a lot of it's sequenced, but quite a lot of it's played live as well. Is it? And, yes, most of it is actually played live. Yeah. On what sort of thing? On, on a keyboard with sounds or on a... Um, on a keyboard, samplers, you know, a lot Brilliant. of samplers. Just, you know, I've spent a lot of time making a sound. Yeah. So I, I, I was so privileged to actually work in the places that I worked in because when, when there was nobody in the studio, I would go in. I was, this, this is how this album was made. Fantastic. <laughs> and I mean, you have worked in some great places because I met you in the manor. Yeah. And uh, I remember a very funny moment when we were listening to music. It was taking it in turns to put on a track and... And about 10 minutes into your track, I was like, she put some music on. Like, I hadn't actually noticed <laughs> that there was a drone there, something going on. Um, but it was too subtle for me. I, was, I wasn't ready, you know. But uh, uh, yours is a lot more um, action-packed than, than that music, isn't it? It's... Yeah. Yes. Actually, you say that's all for the movies, but they've all got things coming in and out. Yeah. I like that. I like, I like just, you know, jumps. Yes. Well, I mean, I've noticed because what the show has been mainly about, we're on the Creating Calm Network, so we're trying to kind of get peaceful. But a lot of the stuff that has come to light is really, uh, really heavy. You know, I was even, it was funny because I was reading about drones and the only drones I knew about were the drones that you like in your music. <laughs> but actually, it turns out that like, come next year, the UK will have spent 500 million on drones as in unmanned yes. warplanes. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and the other stuff that's happening, say in animal, animal rights, but just or, or not rights, I used to really call it, and every now and then there's sounds, you know, almost plaintive sounds, jungle sounds of like an elephant or, well, to me, sounds like a great beast experiencing something, you know, that's a strain. The strain on nature, for me, really comes through on it. And it's, uh, so I think it might become a bit of a theme tune, <laughs> you know, for this, for this campaign, you know, to make, make the world a better place. Any particular one you got in mind? <laughs> well, well, the whole thing, the whole oh, thing, right. because it—I I don't know. I think it's—it's it, 
I'm proud to say that I think I was there for your first recording of crickets in uh, Benidorm. The Benidorm crickets, are they, are they featured there or was it more no, recent? No, they were, I can't remember where I got the crickets on communication for that one, but I did spend a lot of time on, on doing that. Right, so it wasn't yeah. just the one recording? No, no, definitely not. Many moons ago. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really, it's, I'm trying to cast my mind back because it was, you know, some of these tracks are done quite a long time ago. Yeah. How come? So how did it? How did it start? You just started. It's really weird. It's like I, I, I was in Ireland at Easter. I always thought, right, I've got these tracks. What am I going to do? Them? And I did try to push them, you know, at the time. But this, you're talking about a time where record companies weren't really interested in stuff like this. To be yeah. honest, it was just something that had a single. <laughs> as as Tom Petty says, I don't hear a single. <laughs> Which, of course, that doesn't come from me. I definitely hear several things. <laughs> I don't know how life was not worth living um, and nor was anyone else's and so do you find that you're you've actually turned into that person with the same sort of standards now I'm probably my worst critic really when it comes to writing music for me it has to sound it has to sound correct yes the way I would want to listen to an album brilliant and like a lot of the mixes on on the album I mean I for me I think they're good mixes because they, they just blend everything in and there's a few jumps here and there. And I was, I was lucky enough to like, all mix them on very, very, in very, very good studios. Brilliant. You know, and that, it's got a certain sound, it's got a nice warm sound to it. Yeah. And, and um, what about, um, because a lot of digital stuff doesn't really, does it? Well, uh, well, most of this was actually done, well, I'd say half the album was done on tape. No. Yeah. Analog style. Analog style, yeah. Oh, I like yeah. it. 
Yeah. And and would that have been in Olympic or in uh, what? Uh, well, I, I've done it all round really. I've yeah. Olympic Townhouse, the Manor. And they were all, but they were all Virgin Studios at the time, or they moved to EMI or? Um, it was it was uh, I think it was EMI or Virgin, whatever it was. You know, I would if I had a spare two hours, I would do something, or if I had a spare day, and one of the studios was free, and I had to, you know experiment with new equipment, for example, then I would on the console itself, that is the sound of the console. No. Um, yes, going through certain effects units. So, so when you, the console, like, that's so the desk? I actually was playing the console, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, But I, uh, where, where can this sort of album go? I mean, Apex Twin and, and one or two of those albums I've seen you know, only about 45 million or so uh, in your collection, no, <laughs> all beautifully ordered. But, you know, yeah. and, and people would collect that sequence and really enjoy it. You know, yeah. um, you know are there, is there a big, you know, market for it or enthusiasm for it? I think there's a lot of people out there that would like it, but it's just getting it out to those people to hear it. Um, yes. I think that would be the ideal situation. Especially with with artists, I mean, I really think that would be amazing because exhibitions are great. I mean, you don't have to fill sixty four weeks as a rule. That that was obviously epic undertaking. But but uh, you know, even a short exhibition can be. You know, it's quite difficult to bring uh, a space that's quite a neutral space to life with, you know, some installations or you know, or uh, some paintings. Whereas with that music, it it really, I say it would really bring space to life. I mean, getting back to communication, I mean, the, the version that's on the album is like a 15-minute version. Yes. Well, that was edited down from the original version, which was an hour long. Fantastic. <laughs> so I, I, I'm in the process of thinking maybe what I might do is just upload that one as well at a later point when I get time. Mm. Um, oh, for use, for that exact reason? Yeah, because that, that track was was originally done as a video installation piece of music. That's what it was there for. Yes. That was that was the, its original concept. And do you have the video to go with it? No, that's that's the thing. It was all imaginary. You know, when I write songs, uh, I just see something in my head, and then I work around it like that. That's fantastic. And it, I mean, I I want to let listeners know that you're not at all disturbed to hang about with. You know, that I've lived with you. <laughs> Uh, enough many years in my twenties and totally good laugh. So it's um. I think it would be great to get the video out as well. I mean, yeah, you've it's got. Getting, it's getting a video artist to do it, but you never know now. Maybe someone will just, you know. Come forward. Wow, you know what? This is great. I want to do something to that. That'd yes. be great. And the thing is about you, you is that you are you also are an artist, aren't you? Um, well, I'd say part time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is totally true. So, what what are, what art have you been doing recently? 
Did you have the 126 in mind when you started? I wanted to, I had this, I had this painting in the afternoon, and it was, it was quite dark, funnily enough. Yes. Daffodils are absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and how has it turned out? The uh, yeah. the, the 126 spots. Oh, it's fantastic. We got it in the living room. I really like it. I'm not sure if um, my wife likes it, <laughs> but, but Carla, my, my daughter likes it. I bet she does. So she's taking after you on that front. And do you find that you can bypass your critical faculty and do something creative when you're really tired, or are you a bit just a bit dozy? Or I, I think I'm well trained. Yes. To be quite honest, and I think that's really stuck with me throughout. You know, working three months, eighteen hours a day. Sometimes, yeah. you know, you get you get sort of I don't know what you sort of drummed into you. I don't know what it is, but I mean, I always stay up late. Yeah, well, yeah. that that's great. So you get some time to yourself at the same time. Yeah, uh, that's great. I always think about that because most of your art was done after the eighteen-hour days, wasn't it? Yes, that's true. It was like a pity to uh, lose the good bit uh, of the day. And some of the music as well. Well, yeah, I mean, and most importantly, some of the sandwiches. You know, if you, oh, you're, yes. uh, have you have your cooking skills blossomed at all, or? Yes. Yeah, I want to get your ideas on, say for example, have you developed some great philosophies on life and, and money and music that you'd like to share at the moment? You've worked in lots of different industries. I mean, do you feel that it's, things are, are fair and that London is a great place to, to be? And London is a fantastic place to be if you can embrace it. Um, and to embrace it you do need to have quite a bit of money to actually do all the things that London's got to offer. Yes. You know, uh, you, know you can get a lot of free stuff as well, which is great. But yeah, no, London's, it's a very, very good city. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I love London. We were toying, we're toying with the idea, maybe, you know, we're always thinking, God, shall we go back to Ireland? Yes. You know, should we do this, should we do that? Because you're both from Monaghan, aren't you? Yeah. I, I would find it quite difficult. Yes. I suppose it's the place most people who release now from are moving to London. So you're already there, which is sort of handy. <laughs> it helps. It does, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And how's Keith doing with his album? Um, I think it, well, it, it's an EP that he's released. He's working on some other tracks. Yes. He's got, um, he's doing a, he's, he's got this other track on board, so there's two of them. And um, they're called The Flicker Effect. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think I think actually the, the EP is not done too bad at all. Oh. In fact, the first track's really good. I've got to say. Oh, it's is really it? Good. Yeah. How enjoyable. Is there anything anybody uh, either of you two working on anything with a bit of a Dolly Parton feel to it? Yeah, that feel good factor. I love song. Uh, no, no, I haven't. Done that. 
wouldn't it? I mean, could you do like a mix, like a like? <laughs> I don't think it's too much to ask. And so now you work as a Apple Mac engineer. Was that full time? Uh, yeah, that's it's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy it. It's um, a skill that everybody wants. But, you know, I just like learning new things all the time. Really. Do you? You know, I've always been very technical anyway. Yes. Um, so it just seemed like a natural thing, and I, I was lucky that I got a break to get into that. To be quite honest. Yes. Um, I've, been, I've been doing that for like quite a few years now, and uh, it's fun. Uh, it's fun and it's it's very service orientated, so it's very customer focused. Uh, I enjoy it. Uh, you know, it's good. And do you get um, to mix with any of the the originals that you uh, that you work with in the studios? Do they all use Macs? They do. Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of uh, a lot of my um, old colleagues are on Facebook. Yeah, like Andy Bradford. I was, I was chatting to him on Facebook the other day. Brilliant. You know, and he's doing great in Adderall, You know. I mean, yeah, I, I chat to quite a lot of people on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. It's good because it means that you don't lose contact and then you just say hi. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good medium. Yes, and you don't have to try and get from hither, hither and yarn. You can just be where you are, exactly. but still be in contact with everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, most of those people know. Anyone who's doing music, they would need a Mac to do it, really. Interesting. Why is that? Well, because the software. Yes. Software availability for the um, Mac is. Um, Way ahead. It, well, I don't know because I don't know the PC, so I, I can't really say. Yes. But, um, it works. Yeah. That's the thing. It just works, you know. So. So that's why it's been chosen, and all the studios have it, sort of thing. Yeah. 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 And what about your uh, children? Do you worry about the world that they're growing up in? That you know, where the foods come from, and whether it's whether it's a healthy place, or whether it's a fair world, or, or those sorts of things. I think Siobhan would worry about it more than me. Yes. As she's in the background. Is she? Is she worrying? <laughs> and is that from like a nurse's point of view? Yes, it's her nursing background. Yes. <laughs> that would do it definitely. And so, uh, what are you going to do next? Brilliant. And I have to do some work on the computer. Brilliant. And I have to, um, I have to go through the stats on this radio thing that I signed up to because um, I, I want to see what, you know. Yeah, what's happened? Uh, how's it going? Yeah. And what's the show, uh, what does the stats show, whether where people listened or what people thought of it? Yeah. Yes. And what, what they were listening to before and after type thing, you know, so it might be like, oh, they were listening to the orbital and then you're tracking. Oh, that's clever, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a really good thing. I don't know, let's just see how it goes. I mean, I, you know, we're talking like this is a one-man show here. Yeah. You know? But they say that, that's why it's funny it's called CD Baby, because they say, the same with the book, that if you that if you um, write something and then just put it on the doorstep of some other, you know, whatever it is, an agent or publishing or anything, uh, or don't do anything with it, you're literally just leaving the baby on the doorstep. Yeah, you've got to bring it up, you've got to do something with it. So, That's quite an interesting yeah. analogy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've got to say, I, I mean, to be quite honest, I was really impressed with when I, um, when I downloaded the, because I submitted the album, it was way before Christmas, and I think it's about three months before I actually released it from submission. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, very nice. Good, good. Yeah, brilliant. I might read some out as well. Okay. Yeah. It's just because, I mean, it's nice sometimes with an interview to have um, something that you've already considered. You know, a way of putting it that you've already considered. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, was, it was largely edited in the end, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're not a man of few words, no? <laughs> I just but what a great opportunity nonetheless. I'll just give, I'll just give a fair idea what I thought. But you know, the most interesting point to me on making on making the album and some of the songs. Yeah. Stuff, so Yeah, that's brilliant. So you did that and what were you saying you were impressed with? Oh yes, sorry, and the way the C D baby converted the actual album to M P three. The way it sounded. Oh, that's that's. They they done it in a really good way. I was really impressed with that because um, I done a MP3 thing myself. Yes. And then I AB'd it to the one that they done, and theirs was a lot better. Well, that's a huge concession coming from yeah, you. But, well, no, because like when I submitted, you like submit MP3, you submit more files, so yes. they got the full uh, the full bandwidth. Yes. So when you convert to MP3, you are losing some sort of, you know, because when you're compromising with the tiles. Yes, of course. So, so they absolutely made the most of it? Yeah, they did. They obviously did some of the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally true. That's brilliant. I was thinking, actually, when, um, yeah, I was thinking when you, when you said, when I read the Facebook that you said, oh, you're going to be playing communication on your radio show. Yeah. Oh, well, wouldn't it be good at some point if I done like a uh, an hour? Brilliant. And what what would that what would that be like? Would no, it be any talking or would it just be this album? I would, no, 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 not my album. Well, maybe one track, but um, I would just do like an ambient hour of just like ambient music. Oh yes. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? And I could just um, just play music like a play at home, basically. Um, yes. I'm sure some of your audience would appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. It was so good to speak to you, and I, I mean, I think it's going to go well. I look forward to your ambient. I have lots of love. I will definitely. See you then. Bye. Bye. For anybody trying to track down the album. You can get it on CD Baby, as we were saying, so it's Amber Seed, and it's the ambient sessions, a medium slower than air. So we've been listening to tracks from the album. First, it's Full of Stars, and then we listen to Mercy for Wind Benders, and then we listen to Communication, and then we listen to It's Full of Stars Part 2. And then we listen to the trim. Or maybe that's yet to come. So listen on and enjoy this wonderful music and great experience. If you'd like to do a collaboration with Sean, maybe his music and your artwork, or maybe even just get him to play some of his other amazing ambient collections at your event, then I think it can be found most easily on Sean DeFeo 
uh, on Facebook. That's S H A U N D E F E O. And I surely won't mind uh, discussing all matters musical, technical, if you were to contact him. Thank you very much. Speak to you next week. And thanks so much, Sean, for talking to you today. It's been an absolute buzz.